Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union with two locations in Mankato since 1934. It pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA more at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org. Good morning. This morning on Every Day is Earth Day, I have with me Tanuj Galuti. He is the director of Frontier Energy, located in Minnesota. Good morning, Tanuj. How are you today? I am great. Now, you're with Frontier Energy, the director. Let's talk about what is Frontier Energy and what do you do? Frontier Energy is an organization that helps clients, utilities, customers, commercial, industrial, residential customers, how to become more energy efficient. We are here to make a difference in the society. We feel good about our work, and we like seeing that our recommendations, when people implement them and they are happy, they are saving money. Are you a nonprofit or a for-profit, or how do you operate? We are a for-profit organization, ma'am. Okay. And so you go to either businesses or residences and tell people, do assessments and figure out how you can be more energy efficient? Uh, Yes, ma'am. So organizations or utilities, municipalities, cooperatives hire us to help their members to save energy. See, in Minnesota, we are very all, the state of Minnesota is all about energy conservation. They want people to conserve energy. They want to um, stand out in the whole United States. And that's why the utilities have these goals that they have to help their customers, members, become more energy efficient and save energy. That's where Frontier Energy comes in and helps these customers, members, Um, Sometimes the customers and members pay us directly. Sometimes we are paid by utilities, municipalities, or co-ops to go and help their customers. So what is one of the biggest inefficiencies that you come across in energy as you are going about the state in doing assessments? Um, You know what? A lot of people think about lighting, that if we change the lighting, we can save a lot of money, which is not a bad thing thing to think about but the problem is just because lighting is visible doesn't mean it is your lowest hanging fruit that you can upgrade and save energy there's a lot of things that happen in the back end for example your heating and cooling system could be one just because we couldn't see we can't see air doesn't mean we are not spending a lot of money in uh, making comfortable conditioned air for the buildings we are in as heating and cooling systems, if you go into commercial and industrial buildings, there are operations like compressed air systems. There are operations like refrigeration systems, more pumps, motors, fans that use a lot of energy that sometimes we don't pay attention. So in this day and age, anything that we can shut off, run less, we will save energy. Do you do that by encouraging them to use control systems? What usually is a good, effective way to become more energy efficient for those sorts of things? Um, You know, that's a very good question, and thank you for asking that. Why 
Frontier Energy is different than others is we take pride in what we do. We take pride in listening to what people have to say. We don't like going in a business and telling them how to run their business. That's not who we are. We like to go in and listen and understand what are the pain points, what are the things these businesses are struggling with. We do not want to go and tell somebody to change their, to turn off their air conditioner and make their customers uncomfortable. No, that's not the purpose of energy conservation. Customer service has to become a purpose. And when you have customers buy in, the things happen, the changes happen easily because it becomes their idea. We don't want them thinking, hey, we are outsiders and telling you how to run your business. We want to sit down with them and have them buy in into our thought process. And when they do that, changes happen easily and conveniently. What are some ideas then that you might give a company or even a resident to of things they could do? You know, first thing first, what a company, a commercial customer, industrial customer, they need to realize where the energy is going. Mm -hmm. Because if I am a salesperson, the product I'm selling is the best product out there. But as a business owner, as a home owner, as an industrial customer, I need to know what is the biggest piece of the pie where I invest money in will result in savings. If somebody comes and tells me, hey, um, you should go ahead and just change your unit heaters, you're going to save half the energy uh, I need to be cognizant and ask the question, half of what? So we all need to first sit back and see what is causing those um, energy usages higher than we expect. If we look at last 12 months, 24 months of the usage, those trends tell us how much energy is being used in winters or how much energy is being used in summers. It sometimes even tell us how much my gas water heater or electric water heater is running. Um, you know, a lot of times people think that uh, electric companies, the gas companies, you take uh, investor-owned utilities, municipalities or co-ops, they're just out there to get their money. That's not the case in Minnesota. The Minnesota, how the legislation is, they encourage all these utilities, all these municipalities and co-ops help their customer get more energy efficient. So the first step for a customer to do is to get in touch with the utilities, see what they have to offer, because a lot of these utilities have programs that the customers can take advantage of and see the savings. Do you find a lot of customers don't know about these programs? Because you know you mentioned them, and I honestly hadn't really thought of the possibility of that sort of thing. Yeah, yes, I yes, I sure do. I even talk to some of my own neighbors. By default, us as humans, we think that if we are paying some bills, why would that company want to save energy to reduce the bills that they are charging us? That's not how Minnesota runs. Minnesota has a lot of resources that these utilities offer uh, that people can take advantage of. So. Yes, I do see that a lot of people don't know about these things. And as we are going towards more electrification, as we are going towards more energy conservation, wind, solar, 
we got to take a minute and think what we are doing. And there are experts that these utilities offer to help us make the right decisions. Getting rid of natural gas appliances to go all electric might be the solution for future, but in my mind, it's not a solution today. So we need to be smart about investing where we are investing. So it sounds like as Frontier Energy, you go to do the assessment and then provide them with the resources of how to do it or where to go to get help? Yes, ma'am. Because we have so much experience, we have been in so many different industries and different businesses. Um, We go and talk to the customers based on our experience. We we tell give them examples. We don't believe in cookie cutter approach that hey, this is a report, just go take it. No. This this is my fourth or fifth call today with customers just talking about, hey, could you come and look at our business? It's the relationships we believe in. We go and listen to them what they have to say and help them see a bigger picture. What we have seen in different businesses, homes um, industries, and then put these ideas, put the talk on paper, and then show them the savings numbers that they can feel comfortable. Oh, geez, I can save $2,000 or $5,000, sometimes hundreds of thousand dollars a year by some of the things that Frontier is recommending. Yes, ma'am. So that's the approach we take. And I noticed that you've been in the energy efficiency industry for over 40 years. So what trends have you seen through those years in terms of how things have changed in in relation to energy efficiency and and the things you do and see? You know, my organization has been, but me as an individual, has been in the industry in Minnesota since 2005. And before that, I went to University of Louisiana, Lafayette, and did specialization in energy assessment with Industrial Assessment Center from uh, U.S. Department of Energy. So when I first started, energy cost used to be an afterthought. But again, I'm so glad that I landed in Minnesota because here energy conservation has been a front. And back when I first started, there were not many individuals who were doing this. Today, I'm so blessed that I have made such a difference. So back in the day, energy and cost of the energy used to be, uh, okay, yeah, we need to do something about it. But now, businesses, customers, everybody considers it to budget for next year, to budget month to month. In summers, we, we, we know people, their electric bill is high because of cooling in summers. They, they struggle. They have to budget that what they're going to cut back on because they're going to get a $200 electric bill mm-hmm. or in winters, probably $150 gas bill. So there are things that people can do to prevent this. But having these conversations is very important, which in this day and age are happening back when I first started were not such a big deal. Now, it's interesting you say that Minnesota is different. I've only been in Minnesota, so I don't know how we are different. So what is the big difference in how we operate versus others? And could others learn from our state? You know, um, there are other states in the United States, like um, California, um, Massachusetts, that that are way ahead in the ballgame when it comes to energy conservation. Minnesota is up there with them. Our governor, our organizations that lead um, this idea are ahead of the game. We are setting examples for other states across the U.S. 
how to do stuff, and then also how to use these programs as a customer service tool so people see a value. They don't see it as a program that's being forced on them, but a program that is to educate them and help them make the right decisions. Can you give me some examples of some of those resources that you might refer someone to that, that they aren't aware of, or what's a common thing that people say, oh, I didn't know that existed? As much as I love to say, first thing customers should do is call Frontier Energy. We can help them out, but uh, that would be selfish. So what I would <laughs> recommend is go and please reach out to your co-ops, to your municipalities, to your utilities, and ask the question, hey, what programs do you offer? A lot of this information, if somebody is tech-savvy, is all on their website. Oh. Look for rebates. Look for energy audits. Everything is out there, and look into it. And if you still need help, Frontier is always here to help you. Let's say you're an XL Energy com- company. You might would call them and say, hey, what sort of rebates or what sort of programs are there? Is that what you're saying? Is your local Yes, ma'am. That's con- exactly what I'm saying. Okay. What do you do beyond that? You sign up with them. They come to your house or business. They send the people to do energy audits and help you. And these energy audits then can show you a bigger picture. A business owner mm-hmm. is busy making money. A business owner also wants to save the operating costs. If people think of these services as the tools that can help them bring the operating costs down, that means it's going to result in more profit. And these utilities, as directed by State of Minnesota, have these resources available for the customers. So please, if whoever is listening, to take advantage of this stuff. Tanuj, is there a bigger energy issue in the winter or summer? Because, you know, Minnesota is unique in that we have these extremes in the hot temperatures versus cold temperatures. Is there a different type of energy efficiency you look for from one season to another? You know, very good question. Yes. Yes. Back when I first came to Minnesota uh, in 2005, we used to have long winters. Mm-hmm. And we all are seeing a climate change, weather warming up a little bit. So there are things like heat pumps. There are equipment like heat pumps that can work very efficiently in temperatures all the way up to down to negative 10. So, And we are not having many of those negative 10 days. There are fluctuations when the temperature comes to 0 degrees or 10 and then uh, dips back down. So heat pumps are the heating and cooling systems that can be used along with your traditional systems to help you lower these costs. There is LED lighting out there. There is There are controls out there. Yes, there are all these resources available. Having a quick conversation with somebody or asking the right question is, hey, you know what, I'm going to go to a Home Depot or to another uh, Menards or Lowe's or Walmart, whatever store you go to, just don't grab something that's coming on your hand. Take a minute to read the label. A lot of products that are out there, look for Energy Star certifications. Look for different energy efficiency equipment that sometimes utilities have available in stores, already have a rebate on them, so they have bought down uh, these products for you. Now, you mentioned the heat pump, and I think the heat pump is relatively new for a lot of people because I I know I've talked with different folks who 
have wanted one installed in. It's hard to find an installer because not a lot of them have been trained to do that. Is that one of the newer, I don't know if you call it technology or what you'd call it, that that is coming into our realm to be more energy efficient? Do you think that's something that's going to replace the traditional heating of how we do it now? Oh, yes, ma'am, definitely, definitely. And um, it is newer. There are a lot of tax credits coming to, for it. There is also a heat pump water heater. Oh. In our house, in our house, we used to have an 80-gallon electric water heater. Mm-hmm. We replaced it with a heat pump water heater. Um, our bill for the whole year for water heating dropped somewhere from 650 bucks to $700, down to 150 or 200 dollars plus on top of that we were able to get rid of the dehumidifier in the basement during summer because heat pump is cooling things down what you mean by cooling things down is is taking the waste heat to preheat the water that electricity then doesn't have to heat it as much so and then heat pumps too remember back in the day we used to have those window shakers, window air conditioners. Yeah. If you were to go stand, if you go stand outside behind the window, uh, window air conditioner, you used to have all this, all that heat coming at you. Right. So what was happening is, think of air conditioning as moving heat around. So what was happening is, it was just pulling the heat outside the room and throwing it outside, in outside of your house or the room, right? Mm-hmm. But now what these heat pumps do, they just move that inside out depending on what you need. So a heat pump automatically reverses the cycle. So back in the day when you were dumping the heat outside, now you are just, you have changed the air conditioner. So it's taking the heat from outside and bringing it inside. That's why these heat pumps are so energy efficient rather than just your regular heating systems and if they can work down to negative 10 degrees as i said as you go for the south and southern minnesota in in minnesota heat, heat pumps become more and more efficient they're even efficient in duluth minnesota really we have done a lot of projects recommending those but you still need for one month of the year the old equipment traditional equipment but now you're not running the traditional equipment for six months or five months, you're only running it for one month. So if you have, let's say, either a natural gas furnace or an oil furnace or something, would you have to maintain that and then get the heat pump in addition to it because we do have those extra cold days? Yes, that is the correct statement. But if you don't run something a lot, you don't have to maintain that a lot too. So yes, you will have to keep keep them on hand until heat pump systems become more energy efficient. Or there have been there have been some customers that have built homes just on heat pumps and just added a fireplace in the house. Oh. But the house is very well insulated, so the fireplace is only there for ten days out of the year that it's super cold. But then the heat pumps would do the rest. So yes, if you design your heat pumps around heating rather than cooling, I think that in Minnesota, you can manage 90% of your heating and cooling needs with heat pumps um, rather than your traditional systems. And how much money on average would they save? Is there a percentage that they do, or what would you think? You know, hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to say, but I won't be surprised if it's, if somebody can attain 
between 15 to 20% savings but now if you add on top properly insulating your house making sure there is no um you're not feeling any if it's windy outside you don't feel any infiltration losses or your windows are not freezing up if you do a lot of those things and pack in your house good or pack in your business good you can see easily 30 40% savings are you looking toward clean energy as well is that something when you do these assessments that you have in mind thank you for asking that question yes clean energy is good a lot of time when people come and say hey we want to go green mm-hmm. right great idea we all are heading towards that going green but what is the meaning of going green if you ask me i would not just go green by starting with solar and wind i would go green by making my building more efficient so then you won't need as big of solar or wind systems so make your building make your dwelling tighter so they use less energy then if you have done everything inside your building you know you have made every single change to make it the most efficient then you go after solar and wind so that you don't have to invest in bigger systems if you already have an established house or a business even is it too late to do some of those things in terms of retrofitting is that practical you know to some of these whether it's a heat pump or whatever else you think might be efficient most of the things uh, most of the new construction buildings because of the codes uh, they are being built energy efficient but retrofits are the future we will have mm-hmm. to rely on the retrofits and those are happening retrofit is the market that we are going to see major savings we are going to make a difference in our society how does one do that i mean are there people that are trained specifically to do these things like i mentioned one person had a hard time finding someone who could do heat pumps for example so is it something that's kind of a learning curve yet you know not as much not as much see karen the thing is if i'm a refrigerator sales person if i can sell you two refrigerator even though you need one i'm going to sell you two right mm-hmm. so we just have to do our educate ourselves ask the right questions you don't want to go buy a huge system when you are only you only need a smaller system so educating ourselves that keeps people honest mm-hmm. and and some people might not know so you educating yourself then asking the right question of the people that are installing it or looking around is a good approach so frontier energy your job then would be to help people see the the differences and how they could save the money and and make sure they're getting the right product so to speak and not being oversold by sales people there are times also i would like to correct you that sales people come up with the idea every sales person is not a bad sales person that's not what i'm trying to say but yes our job is to independently help customers see what they need to do before they go out and find a sales person our job is not to check if a sales person is um selling them the right thing a wrong thing but we get involved mm-hmm. beforehand we are the people who are showing the idea um and showing them that what can be done to save energy and then they take our ideas and go look for the sales people yes i don't know if you can answer this it's maybe too broad of a question but How much as a resident in my own home if you came and looked at my home 
would you have charged to do an, an energy assessment, for example? And Again, I, I would recommend you reaching out to your local utility, either it's Excel Energy or Benco, mm-hmm. um, whoever your local electric and gas provider is, gas provider is center point in uh, Mankato, reach out to them and see what resources they have. Um, Believe me, they also know that they cannot be charging you folks a lot of money to do an energy audit because then it won't help the purpose we are all driving towards is to make Minnesota more energy efficient. So there are these resources available that's worth your time and money to invest to have somebody come out and look at your home and business. How can people find out more about Frontier Energy and what you do? Frontierenergy.com is our website. Please go online and look for us, and we will definitely be more than happy to help you if you have any questions and guide you in the right direction if we can help you. Thank you, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Happy holidays. You too. Bye-bye. Every Day is Earth Day is supported by Minnesota Valley Federal Credit Union. With two locations in Mankato since 1934, it pays to bank where your part owner member NCUA. More at mnvalleyfcu.coop. And Every Day is Earth Day is also supported by members of the Executive Board of the South Central Minnesota Clean Energy Council. Find out more at smcleanenergy.org.